Okay. I don't know why. Tracy's still talking. Oh. She wants me. She wants to, to be on the podcast. She does. <laughs> I tell her no. I tell her maybe. I don't know. We don't. We don't know what could happen. Anything could still happen. That's true. Um. For instance, this week we could be talking about the finale of Cheers. We are talking about the finale of Cheers. <laughs> How'd you know? Oh, because you told me and we watched it. Uh, what'd you think? Um. Well, did you watch Cheers as a kid? Yeah, yeah, I watched Cheers as a kid, but I, I didn't like anybody on it. Okay. Um, and so watching this, I was like, oh yeah, no, these people are all annoying. Except for Norm. Like, Norm's kind of the only likable one. And then he's, you know, just plastered to his bar seat. Yeah, I mean, let's run down the cast, right? You have uh, Sam, right? Mm-hmm. He's kind of the, I guess he's supposed to be the redeemable character, right? Yeah. I so, just always thought he was sleazy. Yeah, but he's like that character that's sleazy and and but ha- his heart's in the, g- the the right place. Yeah, that never worked for me even when I was little. I like that thing with men. Yeah, no, I, I hate. It. <laughs> but I don't know. Then you have um, Woody. Yep, dumb. Yes, <clears throat> dumb. You have um, well, you mentioned Norm already. And, and then oh, and then Cliff. Cliff God is really bless. annoying. Yeah. You could see him living in his mother's basement, right? Yeah. Yeah. I felt uh, like Cliff was my brother a little bit. Mm. <clears throat> like someone who thinks they're smart, but it's just really irritating. It's funny. There was that episode he was on Jeopardy. I don't know if you remember that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where he thought if as long as he made up an answer or a question that fit the answer, that it didn't matter what the real question was. Something like that. I vaguely remember. I I I was trying to remember it as I was saying it. Uh, I I don't think he won. No. Um. I said Fraser, right? Because he's to me the worst one. <laughs> yeah, and then Lilith, which was BB uh, New Earth. Yeah. Who was his his wife? And then the and she cur- was only she was she was a baby on it. I watched a I watched a thing that was like then and now of the um of the cast. Yeah. And it gave their age then and their age now and she wasn't what was crazy was uh Fraser was uh Kelsey Grammer was only 30 but he was he was with up with Sam and Diane and they were in their late 30s. Yeah. But he I I probably because of his hairline, he just always looked older. He does. He does. They all look older, especially because he. I mean, I watched it as a kid. I, um, you know, my in my teens, I guess. Yeah. It ended in ninety, so probably like fourteen, fifteen when it ended. Okay. Um, and they all seem so much older. Yeah. So it started in what, maybe eighty five, eighty three. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Because it was on for like eleven seasons. Yeah. So, so cheers. Wait, hey, welcome to Broken Corners. That's right. I'm Amando. I'm Karen. Speed episode. We have to do speed podcast today because I have to go pick apples later. 
But we don't have to do speed episode. We do. <laughs> uh, we just need to be done in an hour and 15 minutes. So God help you all if we're not um, out there. Um, it's not a threat. I'm just saying what will have happened. What will have happened in this situation if that's not what how when we conclude? Well, the world's going to end. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to pick apples. I'm white. I, yeah, it's the fall. I got to pick apples. That um, is a very white thing to do. I love apples. I grew up with apples. I just actually snooze Jezebel because they're just. I mean, they go. Jezebel goes in phases of being like uber shitty. Um, but this time they're just like, like, how did how, it, the headline was like, how, how apple picking became like white women's culture or something. And I was like, okay, I wouldn't call it. Well, maybe I, I mean, I, I just think it's something I, I, my opinion is this, you're asking me to pay to clean up. Right. But when, but like when I was a kid, we would go to the orchards and pick apples because that was how you got the best stuff. And it was cheaper. It wasn't like a go, it wasn't a go ride your little privileged kids around on like a train or a hayride or whatever. It was, we would, we would go pick the fruit and then we'd come home and my mom would can it. And it's what we ate in the winter time. Like it wasn't, I, and so that I don't know, and, and I don't you have probably kids. picked like a million of them, and they were going to go to waste. Well, no, we would we would we would pick bushels, like we would come with our own bushels, and you know, go home with the entire back of the minivan full of fruit. And wow. so it's like it's just it's a different memory for me than like I don't know. We it was never a um like go entertain your kids kind of thing. And so, oh, and, and I not, and I love, but I love apples, and like I was used to really high quality apples because we did that. And so, like, like now, I, what's that? Like ten eighty or like four K? <laughs> there's, there's <laughs> I know when I get a heavily pixelated apple, it just enrages me. <laughs> it really does. Um, but yeah, so it's just a funny thing now where it's like, where it just seems like everything is set up for kids to be entertained. And I know it's a nice thing to do as a family, but for me, I'm like, no, I just want really good apples. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know. Um, and it is nice to get out of the city. That's what I think it is, too. It's nice to get out of the city. You have a day trip. You put the kids to work, have them pick some shit, <laughs> and then you go home and go to sleep. Yeah. I'm an apple picking apologist. That's fine. You can be. That's fine. <laughs> um, See, I, I don't think it's worth it for me because I'm not. I don't like, this sounds really weird. I don't like to eat fruit from the, I like to cut it. And then I don't, it just seems like so labor intensive. Oh, I have an apple slice. I have so many apple slicers. I have, like, I have an apple slicer that you just pop it down. It uh -huh. takes the core out and it slices it into many tiny little slices and you pop it on a plate. The end. That's nice. It is nice. I had one. The reason why I have many is because I had one for home and I had one at work. Because it was easier to have an apple slicer than to have a knife. I have at one work. for the backyard and one for the bathroom. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have one on my nightstand. I have one in the hallway. One never knows when they may need an apple. Yeah, but no, like you get a little, put a little tablespoon of peanut butter on that plate in the fall. Mm -hmm. mm, that's another thing. Apples and peanut butter is just not a thing. Really? Not for me. You're crazy. I would if I, I if I made a dessert with apples and peanut butter, I bet you'd like it. 
I'm so arrogant. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I bet you would like it, though. I probably would, but I'd be like, uh, you know, next time, maybe not to the peanut butter. You also don't <laughs> like cooked fruit, right? I don't know. I, I don't like, no, I like pies, but I don't like hot pies. Okay. I sound like uh, I sound like the kid with a lot of like rigid. <laughs> I mean, that's not not true. <laughs> anyway, cheers. Oh. <laughs> I love how my saying we were going to do this quickly <laughs> went off. Cheers. Cheers. Did you watch Cheers as a kid? I did watch you. I kind of caught on late. And I think I watched the syndicated, which made me watch the updated ones, you know? Okay. And I remember... Wait, no, what do you mean by updated ones? So, like, while it was running in syndication, like, the first... Let's say it's 11 seasons, so, like, the first six seasons would be, like, on Channel 11. Oh, I know what PIX. you mean. But while still the new, you know, the new episodes were still coming out. Right. <clears throat> so, eventually, I just I, I just caught up, and then kind of like you know watch the last couple of episodes on the uh, last couple of seasons uh so i remember this and i remember every like this was a big deal yeah was, like high school everybody was like, oh my god because this show was like 11 years old like it was part exactly it was part <laughs> of um i guess it's part of like your, your you know like your lifestyle and everyone's like totally uh, social conscious right so i don't know about social conscious but the consciousness of the of the american people yeah um so like everyone was kind of, i don't know like everyone was kind of nervous but everyone was like oh how is this gonna end how is this gonna end right how are they gonna take care of my feelings right and then um i remember watching it was it was three like they, they had like a countdown like three episodes um that led to kind of like closing off everything and i think the last one kind of just closed off for sam um right like the wrap remember, up everybody's storylines yeah kind of um and I remember being like unsatisfied with the ending. Yeah. Uh, it just was kind of weird. I don't know what, but I don't know what. I think people feel that way with all shows that end. Like you, you don't know what you want. Yeah. But you never like what you get. And then, you, <laughs> but then sometimes, then when you go back and watch it, you're like, "Oh no, that was fine. I just was expecting too much." And and that's exactly what happened to me here. You no, know, watching it, I think what twenty plus years later, I was like, you know what? Not I bad. Get it. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't bad. Um, but they, I do remember, I remember Sam turning the lights off. That's the only thing I remember about it um, from when I was a kid. Like, that stuck with me. Um, like turning the lights off? Oh, because they never turned the lights off? No, just that Sam, I remember Sam being alone in the bar and telling, like, somebody comes down the stairs and he tells them they're closed and then he, you know, walks away. Exactly. What are you doing to that cat? <laughs> she makes that noise every time she jumps up on the couch. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's like you would think like she was like a beach ball where like somebody had popped it, and then that's when she when she hits the couch, she goes meh. Oh, it's like when you sit down, you're like oh, when you get up from sitting <laughs> exactly. down, like as an older person, like oh yeah. I mean, she's eighteen. Yeah, she's old. <laughs> She's complaining. I'm surprised she's not like complaining about the young kittens running around these days in their short furs. Well, if she had to see them, let me tell you, when she sees Emilio from next door, the guy's cat, she does not like him. Mm. Yeah. He's such a, <laughs> he like, he'll go sit out on the wall when she's in the window and just look at her like, what? What are you going to do about it? You can't come outside. <laughs> 
Yeah. They had a fight through a glass door one time. Mm, he's like, well, yeah, Uncle Tomcat. Because she's stuck in the house. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Moving right along. Um, no, so I remember they, I remember the guy, like Sam walking away. And I, from what I read, the guy who came down the stairs in real life was the agent of all of the um the showrunners okay and so he uh what like what happened why the show wrapped up was that uh ted danson who played sam told them uh halfway into the last season which back then seasons were like this this one was 28 episodes long yeah the season was like yeah crazy so he told them he wanted to he wanted to go and so they were going to shift it to make it be about woody harrelson and woody said he didn't want to do it without sam without ted danson Mm. i got confused because woody's the character name and the actor name um which apparently was a coincidence the character was already named woody and a whole bunch Mm. of people auditioned for it and a guy named woody was cast in it so that's weird it was meant to be i guess um man if that's what god spends time doing that's crazy um everyone needs a hobby it's (laughs) it's like it's like hobby one covid (laughs) hobby two weird stupid coincidences (laughs) on 80s on 80s sitcoms um but so the guy yeah the guy who came down was the guy who had like fought for the show to keep going even though mm. uh the main people were leaving and nobody wanted to do it and so i guess they like you only see the him in profile the guy who knocks on the door but he had i guess he had tears and like running down his face when they shot it wow and then and sam was... goes and sam uh he turns out the light and he straightens he straightens this uh photo of Tecumseh mm-hmm. on the wall. And that was a, um, I don't know if it's a photo or a painting. I think it's a photo uh, that, that hung in the dressing room of the guy who played coach who died. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so that was a nod to him. Mm. He was so much younger than I thought. He was only 61 when he died. Coach. Really? Yeah. He had a heart attack. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He looked old as hell too. He did. Wow. I thought he was so much older. But yeah, so then Sam just walks back to the um walks back to the back room of the bar and apparently the first shot of the show was him walking out of the back room into the bar. Okay. So like closure if you will. Yeah. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. I Well, so what did you think about how everybody's stories got wrapped up? I thought it was fine. I I thought, you know, you know, it was it was okay. It, it just seemed like they're never going to leave that place, right? Like purgatory or something, right? So that was another <clears throat> one of the writers was saying that. Excuse me, just cough into the mic like a gross. Um, one of the before that there had been the mash finale, which had mm-hmm. been you know that had been sort of the biggest. Um, what do they call it? Not prestige, but you know, like event event based yeah. TV finale. Um, but they were saying like with uh, MASH that had gone on for you know over a decade too but with MASH they could tie the ending to the end of the Korean War yes whereas this was like so these people are just going to be at the bar 
And <laughs> so they brought Diane back because they, you know, that was kind of a thing to have closure on that relationship. Right. Um, so, so Diane is Shelley Long and she was in the show for the first five years. And then Kirstie yeah. Alley was the woman in the show for the next five years. And what did you think about them? I always thought Shelley Long was annoying. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then I like yeah, Kirstie Alley was okay, but then like her character got kind of like stupid and crazy. Yeah, and I guess if you hang out all day at a bar with people who are kind of like, you know, slowly losing their mind due to alcohol, <laughs> um, you'll probably end up that way too. Yeah, i I wondered, uh, I wondered how they did the beer in the show, like how they if they what they were drinking because usually mm. you know with acting you don't you don't drink real alcohol but in the last scene where they were smoking cigars you know it seemed like they were smoking real cigars uh because well they were smoking anyway um yeah i mean they're like for people who don't smoke when you're in a stage production they're you know they're like tobaccoless cigarettes that you can smoke so there's probably tobaccoless cigars too but i kept thinking like man that set must stink Mm. um but they you know how like norm you just see him drink beer after beer after beer i guess what he was drinking was near beer that they add salt to because the salt makes it keep the head like keeps it foamy i know how awful right oh i'm sure he (laughs) he must have he must have had so much of it uh well yeah (laughs) i love that that makes you so sad no, because it just sounds—it just sounds like you're drinking salt water. Yeah, I know. How did it not make him pukey? Oof. Um. Yeah, mm. I mean, Shelly. Okay, so Shelly Long is Diane. She was a smart character, but she was really pretentious. Yes, and so she could be funny, and she was sort of like more of a high quality person than Kirstie Alley's Rebecca was, but then. She was also really, really pretentious. So she was annoying. But, but I mean, Shelley Long is such an amazing comedic actress. Yeah. Although I think Kirstie Alley is too. I just hated, I think I hated uh, Rebecca more. I think the thing about, like, Shelley Long, she's like the, um, the, uh, what do you call it? Like the progressive, academic, um, left leaning. Um, elitist kind of person. Totally. And then I think Rebecca is kind of the I would I don't well I'm, maybe I'm conflating her current pol- politics with oh right her character but she seemed like kind of the like right wing corporate elitist you know yeah well because um, she she just wanted to marry a rich man right right but at first she comes in like a, like a corporate stooge. Um, for the new owners of the bar, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's how they introduced her? Yeah, because I think Sam loses the bar. And then, like, some, I don't know if it's a corporation or somebody, like, you know, buys it. And then eventually, I believe he buys it back. Okay. Um, if my memory serves me correct. Um, but yeah, so it's just like, I guess, two sides of the same coin or two different sides of the same. I don't know. What's the saying? There's a coin involved. Two sides of the same coin. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because the way that women were written in this show was so fucking limited. 
because there was either like beautiful women who were crazy right and had like inherent character flaws or Rhea Perlman um <clears throat> who you know I like was just sort of cast as like a crazy working class woman right with a lot of kids with a lot of kids yep and then there was the guy that she married who she loved the hockey player and then in real life he was a dj and when Mm -hmm. they asked him how it was what his experience on cheers was like while he was still acting on the show he said oh it's awful i have to kiss rhea perlman and so then they in the show they killed him by having him run over with a zamboni machine well, that's like some mafia shit, but like in all, like Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know Rhea Perlman is like not in any like she's no classic beauty, that's for sure. But like, why would you like? I don't know. Like, why would you be so dumb as to say that? They probably thought it was being funny, and it was a different time, right? Well, I'm glad they iced his ass. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, a zamboni machine for our listeners in Brazil. Is a machine that cleans the ice at hockey games. They don't have Zamboni machines in Brazil? I have no idea. Definitely don't have them in Sector 4. <laughs> What's up, Sector 4? Sector 4, are you out there? I still have hope for you. This is broken corners to Sector 4. Um, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, you know, the. <laughs> That's my best transition ever. Cheers. Um... <laughs> Cheers. Uh, I, yeah, when I was younger, I used to. I kind of like it, like, kind of wanted to hang out with those people. Yeah. And now as an adult, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah, they. None, yeah, none of them just seemed like people that I would want to be around. There's an inherent sadness in every bar. Yeah. You know, so... Um, I Like, in my 20s and 30s, I would hang around, try to go bars, and, like, um, just hang out there, and, you know. But then you see the regulars, and, you know, you, it's not a good thing to be a regular, but sometimes you want to be a regular, right. if that makes any sense, right. you know? Um. But you know. but would you you do you talk to strangers at bars? I used to, yeah. yeah. I I used to chat it up, but uh, not so much anymore. Did I don't have the energy to? Did you <laughs> did you make friends? I mean, not not friends that I have now. Okay, but I mean, you would you know you would yeah you know like you know short term friends I guess yeah sure. Oh, so like work friends, <laughs> like proximity. Yeah, friends. exactly. Work friends, but like, yeah, bar friends. But then once once you leave the bar, yeah, and if you don't see them again, you'll probably never see them. Right. Again. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't talk to strangers very much. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I used to professionally. <laughs> that is, I'm laughing because as I started to say it, it sounds like I was a hooker. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I mean because I used to. Their money. <laughs> no, I used to, you know, work at parks and and talk to people as part of the education programs. Um, 
Yeah, and and maybe it's because of that. I've probably talked about this before, but I sometimes when I'm in a situation, even like dating, where I meet someone new, I can make people feel comfortable. Not, I, I don't mean make them, but I, you know. Just goes back to your previous profession. Right. I thought you were going to say it goes <laughs> back to your arrogance, um, which would also be fair. No, but like that's like that's part of how our agenda at the park was to teach, like to teach people certain information, and the best way to do that is you know to make them feel comfortable and you know to make them tell you something about them, and then you relate it to what you want to tell them. So uh. when I. Uh, yeah, like when I go on dates and I'm not into somebody, I'm just like, okay, well, I can be like I I I can be nice to you, of course, right? And then they think that you know I want them to put their tongue in my mouth, and I do not want that. Mm, you should, you should just rattle off old uh, historical facts, <laughs> right? <laughs> you should so just just have them tell you things about them, and just you know rattle off how it, it can you know. Uh, be you know similar to the fact that you were you know providing back in the Alexander day. Alexander Boma was shot in the stomach and had a permanent <laughs> hole. <laughs> exactly. How's your hole? Shut it. <laughs> that's that's how you do it. Yeah. Check check please. <laughs> the last date I went on, the I like it was when I was back when I was still smoking, so it was quite a while ago. But I I I told the guy I wanted to smoke, and I took my purse with me. Like, come on, man. So there's that. Like, yeah. you, if you take your shit with you to leave. So then I, he, I was, he comes out and I was, I was looking one way up the street. And as I, I turned to my side and saw he was there and he was just like putting his tongue in my mouth and I still had smoke in my mouth. Oh. And so, that's, yeah, I. That's a little aggressive. Yeah. So I I told him I was like done for the night, whatever, done with him. And then he came with me up the block and I went like I flagged down a car. And then as I'm getting into the car, like he did, I think in the end, like he, he put his tongue in my mouth like three or four times. Wow. Yeah. I, you didn't get I a think hint. It, Yeah. Karen now would would have shut that down, I'm, I think. But maybe I wouldn't have. I don't know. You go along with things sometimes. Yeah. But when man, when I mean, you are not yeah. turned on, somebody else's tongue is so gross. I could see that. <laughs> like, I could see that. I don't know. Like, like I don't know. I mean, this is my opinion. You just can't be shoving your tongue in people's throats. You're, yep. Without consent, or you know, like that visible consent, where you know, like you, there's a, an agreement. Right. Um. I remember when I was like. How I was like seventeen, and I, I I tried to kiss a girl. She shot me down. I was like so deflated. Yeah, it's like it like it, it like I walked home like with Charlie Brown music <laughs> behind me. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> so I was like, all right, you know what? Like you got to make sure because you don't want to feel like that, right? Again. You know, you, you, there's got to be like everyone's on board, like all the all the boxes. Are yeah, <laughs> you know, because because I don't want that Charlie Brown, right? Music. You know, sad. <laughs> It is sad, but oh. you know what else is sad? Cheers! Cheers! Um, okay, one thing that really stuck out to me was that 
in the first episode when they they see that Diane, you know, who at this point has been gone for five or six years, is getting an award for like the Cable Ace Awards or something for writing a, a screenplay. And uh-huh. so Sam says, Sam Sam goes and sends her a telegram to congratulate her. And I was like, wow, this show is old. <laughs> Just, oh, can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, it's, it is so f- weird. The thought of the tele. It's also something like, <clears throat> I don't know, what were telegrams used for? Uh, relaying like, messages across the country, yeah. I guess. Yeah, they, I mean, I don't know, I guess when you didn't have, they, she actually says to him in the next episode, how did you track me down? And it was something about, like, Fraser, you know, Fraser had clients, had a friend who was a shrink to the stars, mm. and they had some idea and they knew someone who had some idea where she was. Like, I guess, I guess it's right. a thing where you could send it instead of instead of calling a hotel and leaving a message. Yeah. But I don't know how they got delivered. I mean, I don't know how, you know, like during during the world wars, how people found out their kids were dead. You know, like would someone would come to your house sometimes. Well, the the dog tag. They, what do you mean? The tags around the soldier's neck, I guess. If if a body has those tags, or if if um if a soldier would, if you couldn't carry the body back, you would at least carry the dog, take the dog tags, and then they would mail them to your family. You give them to the your, you know, you'd find a, you know, your your, I guess the the administration of whatever, and then they would know. Okay, this person has died in battle, and then they would look it up and then find all the information. Right. And then they would come to, to the house and then bring a, I don't know what they would bring a flag or something or their bag. Yeah. Uh, or their belongings. Man, dog tags. I, that's, I, I haven't thought in so long what those actually were about. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now they're just a fashion statement, but they were, uh, identifiers. Right. Oh God! Why did I mean? I know why they called them that because they have those for dogs too. Okay, and it's a cool name, right? Like dog yeah. tags. Minos, yeah, sending a telegram. I don't know. It's so funny because we have such specific ways to get in touch with people now, and the times when you do sort of send something out into e- like the ether of like DMing someone or whatever is, yeah. True. Well, I mean, I guess Facebook is the ether. Yeah, yeah. That like th- when you try to get in touch with somebody, and you're just like, well, maybe they'll write back. Who knows? Or maybe mm-hmm. they won't. That'll be good. Does it really matter? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I yeah. love connections. No, because it's like as long as you as long as you tried, and even if they don't respond, you're like, well, <laughs> I yeah. tried. It's really just the you know. Get the guilt off of you. <laughs> put it on to somebody else. That's how I feel about it. Um, did you did you watch the whole? Apparently, NBC did this huge evening of um, they they had Bob Costas host a, host a special before the show started airing about how great yeah. it was going to be. Did you watch that? I think I did. Um, I just can't remember. So then, I guess. 
the whole cast was at the so the the bar that the bar in Boston that Cheers is based on, I think it's called the Bull and Finch, or now it's yeah, called the Bull Cheers Bar, but back then it was called the Bull and Finch, and it really did have a restaurant upstairs, like like Cheers did, and so the whole um, the whole cast was upstairs watching it, and then outside they had these jumbotrons, and they had just this massive crowd of thousands of people watching the finale and so from inside every time a joke landed they would just hear this like roar of laughter from outside but i guess they had they had shot the bob costa special and then they then they all just got hammered while they were Mm. watching the finale or they i don't even know if they were watching the finale everybody else was just outside watching it and so then it was uh leno did a live special um, on the ground in Boston because I think he's from there, or at least he's from. Is he? Maybe not. Maybe he's from New Jersey. I don't know. I don't, I don't like either. Um, nah. But apparently, it was just a disaster because <laughs> they uh, they were supposed to do all these like skits and different routines and stuff, and he just had to announce during the monologue on the sidewalk outside the bar in front of all the thousands of people that they weren't going to do any of it because everybody was hammered. Mm-hmm. And so then he starts announcing the cast and like out comes Ted Danson, you know, smoking a cigar or a cigarette with a, you know, silk scarf around his neck and just in like the complete opposite of his character on the show. You know, he was just like full on, Hollywood, yeah. you know, slick guy. Right, right, right. And the the cast came out, they're like swaying and Rhea Perlman just jumps on Jay Leno. Um, and he was sort of twirling with her while trying to announce everybody else and trying to get her off him. Um, <laughs> and apparently like the, I didn't watch it because I, I can't take Jay Leno, but the, um, the, the whole thing was just a disaster. Like they were, they were spraying him with the soda stream from the bar and they were like, throwing spit wads at each other and uh wow. yeah they just it was just a disaster because apparently they like the cast was so drunk they needed people to help them walk yeah nice. well listen it's a it's, it's a moment of, of right yeah i mean can you imagine after 11 years of doing that show you know and yeah and, and they are actors you know <laughs> they're artsy people and then you like how emotional it must have been to see it air and you're just getting blotto during it. And then it's yeah, like, and then, and then you walk out and yeah. you're just like, hello everyone. I guess like yeah. the day after um, Ted Danson sent Jay flowers and apologized and uh, Norm called him and apologized too. Yeah. But I guess it was just this super overhyped thing and it did not go well. That's crazy. I mean, what are spit wads? But that's the only... what well, are spit what? wads? Spit wads are balls of paper that you put in your mouth and get all soggy. Oh, spit balls. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was wondering what spit wads, wads are. Spit wads. <laughs> spit wads. You could, it, yeah. I think in Michigan, either spit ball or spit wad would be acceptable. Spit wads. <laughs> You're real spit wad. In, in Boston, spit wads. Yeah. I don't know. Were you were you bummed when the show was over? Uh kind of, but like you know, not really. I mean, uh, uh it it was 
you kind of get bummed when TV shows end because you're like, oh, well, that's not, that's not anymore. Like it's, it's, it's a, you make TV shows, well, specifically back in the day, right? Because, you know, there wasn't a Netflix or Hulu. Yeah. Or like you couldn't go back and watch them services. again. They were just gone. It was like they died. Right. You couldn't. And, you know, TV shows were more part of your routine of a mm-hmm. daily life. You know, like, oh, Thursdays, I watched Cheers. Or, you know, you, you know, I watched that NBC lineup of, like, Cheers, whatever was after or whatever mm-hmm. was before. And then, like, you're, oh, well, that's just one change to my way of life. Um, but that, you know, that's more about the individual than a TV show. You know, stop relying on TV to make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I still have that, like, the few shows that I watch um, as the season airs. You do have, like, a, a feeling when the when they're not on for some reason. It's like, oh, okay. You know, especially, especially if you get used to, you know, like, oh, on this night of the week, I eat dinner while I watch this TV show or something. When that goes right, away. Right, right, right. Yeah. There's a little, there's a little hole in your heart. Then you had like the opposite with like you know Game of Thrones. You're like, oh, fuck, just end already. Uh, <laughs> I know. I still have never watched an episode of that. You're not missing yeah. anything. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I've had shows definitely that that felt like a slog. Where you're like, why am I doing this to myself? I felt like work, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I felt like you got to put some work in to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, I'm just like, yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. Also, self reflection might help <laughs> on that one. <laughs> um, what replaced Cheers for you? Um, probably. I feel like after that, that wasn't that slot filled by L.A. Law. No, I think L.A. Law, if I'm not mistaken, was at ten o'clock. Yeah. Oh, right. okay. It was only for the finale that this ended at eleven. Cheers was at nine. Uh, nine. I okay. Believe. And then, um, what did it? So, going forward, I don't know when Friends aired, but it was like Friends, and maybe Will and Grace, which was the same creators. Like Friends, I think Will and Grace might have been at nine. So maybe been Friends. There was a show called The Single Guy, maybe in the Will and Grace. Oh. And I think nine thirty was Frasier. After a while. Oh God. And that's yeah. Well, Will and Grace and Frazier, I realize, are just not for me. Um, yeah, not I Will and like Grace. I... It wasn't Will and Grace at first. It was um, Mad About You, I think. Oh, I loved Mad About You. And I felt like Mad About You and Frazier were not for me because I think eventually <laughs> Will and Grace filled the eight thirty slot, if I'm not mistaken, because it was like a whimsical comedy. You know, like they kind of left like the friends and the lighthearted stuff early on. Right. Uh, then eventually Seinfeld took over at nine, I believe. Nah. Yes. Yeah. Seinfeld was coming up. That's another thing I read that that's what the writers of Cheers kept telling the brass at NBC of we all love Seinfeld. And they were like, eh, we don't get it. I, I, I'm to this day, I still don't get it. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan. It's funny too how the um the way that I don't have the technical knowledge to describe this right, but that the like the colors in the ways that shows were shot, yeah, made a difference in whether or not I wanted to watch them. No, that makes total freaking sense. Because like Cheers was so dark because yeah. they were in a basement bar, mm-hmm. and then um, 
it and then when you think about how different F- Frasier was yeah. the way it looked mm-hmm. like that was even though i didn't li- i i did like the dad on Frasier, um but the because i had a dad who sat in a recliner all the time too mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know it just made that that's part of why i've never wanted to watch game of thrones because it looks so dark mm. um but i was listening to i was listening to a podcast um that lauren lapkus is on who she was on orange is the new black and yeah. there's a lot of improv she's the t- and, oh, she's a tall one from um she also was in the last season of big bang theory oh yeah i'm just gonna keep bringing up big bang theory that's <laughs> Um, that's, I, maybe the sector four people enjoy it. Sector four it enjoys it so much. Yeah. Um, but she was, somebody mentioned MASH and she was just like, oh no, I, I turned the channel whenever that dusty looking show came on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it is funny. Like I did watch MASH, but, uh, the, just how, yeah, that look, that look could be such a turn off when you were little. Yeah. Like, cause why, it, yeah. Why would I watch that? I agree with that. I think the color palette is like off. Yeah. I feel that way about CBS shows. Yes. There's something like, I don't know. That's part of why all their sitcoms, their sitcoms all look wrong to me. Yeah. And I don't know exactly why. And ABC's TV shows look off to me too. They're, They're sitcoms. You're like an NBC's TV shows look off to me. No, like there's something about, um, well, I don't like um what's the show with um Al Bundy? Married with Children? No, the one on Channel 7. Modern Family? Yeah, I can't take that show. Yeah, I've never watched it. Um it's just something off about it. And I don't get the I don't get like even with The Office, I know they wrapped it up and they tightened it at the end, but the documentary thing? Uh-huh. It drives me insane. Yeah. Uh, because it, it's like, what's this for? When are you going to air it? How how long is it taking to to, to do this? What project right. can last this long? <laughs> yeah, they do address that in the end, but it it came out of how there was this um sort of rash of shows of do- of real documentary shows like that in the UK. Yeah, and so that's where the UK office came from, and yeah. then with us, like of course we took it and beat it into the ground yeah it's just I, and i know it's a way to break the fourth wall without having to break the fourth wall yeah but it's like uh, all right I, I, we're good um yeah well it's just that like reality show influence on culture influencing uh-huh it, like just going around in a loop you know it's also like you know like, it's like the the, it, the culture influencing art and then it repeating itself right uh what was it um the, the, I think it was the it's probably the first one with the in the seventies the movie with uh, the metal band oh my god what is it called yeah Spinal Tap Spinal Tap you know that kind of like you know and I'm sure that wasn't the first one but that's like the one of the yeah like premier. all the Christopher Guest movies yes were. yes yeah I love Spinal Tap though that's that you know I've never seen that and I don't know why I've uh, I've, I've got to write it down because I I every time someone mentions it I think like. Oh, I've seen all the other Christopher Guest movies. Why haven't I seen that? Yeah, I mean, there's only if maybe I I don't know. Like I've only not liked maybe one or two of them. <laughs> I think there's four. Yeah, so there we go. 
<laughs> the last one called Mascots was, or I don't know, it was called Mascots, but it was about mascots. Yeah, that one was pretty crazy. I haven't seen that one. I, which one did I see? The the one with the the oh, Best in Show, right? Yeah, in a Mighty Wind. A Mighty Wind, uh, yeah. And so I seen three. I thought there was another one. I liked all three. I, I did. Um, waiting, waiting for Guffman. Oh, I did see that. That was good. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. So I pretty much liked them. I I guess all. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. I don't know. It is. It is a weird thing. Mad. Oh, I shouldn't just read notes out loud. I was thinking, is mad to be normal related to mad about you? Is it? Oh my god, that's my note. That's my note. Wow. <laughs> feel, feel free to cut the stroke I'm having out of this. Never mind. Oh Never god. mind. That is that is brilliant. <laughs> I keep telling I keep telling people about this movie that I watched, but I never knew the name of it. So when I just looked at it I, on my, the note that I made at two o'clock in the morning last night, uh, I didn't recognize it. That is brilliant. I was like, I I I started getting weirded out because I'm like, wait, did I did I <laughs> did I miss something? Um, man, I don't know if my brain works anymore, but that's fine. Who needs it's, it to? You only need about a couple of percent, you know. <laughs> I watched this movie this week called Mad to Be Normal <laughs> that uh that was, was starring David Tennant, which I love, David Tennant. Um, but I've had it on my list for a long time and it finally was free on prime. So I watched it, but it was him playing this Scottish, uh, uh, psychiatrist in the sixties and seventies named, Oh God, what was his name? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You guys look it up. Um, he, he was RD Lang. That was his name. He was a, a guy like he was a psychiatrist who just didn't, agree with the um the way that patients were treated back then okay as far like as far as the the methods of you know basically just institutionalizing people um and heavily give heavily sedating them or giving them heavy antipsychotics that took their personality away mm-hmm. and and electroshock therapy too um so what he did he had a um and this is a real guy he had a um, just a house. I think they called it the the Lang experiment mm-hmm. for five years uh, in London in the seventies, where he just lived with uh, mental patients with another doctor, and so it it was kind of a beautiful thing, like the way he was able to meet people where they were and still and see them as people through their sickness and actually relate to them. Um, but then, you know, it got complicated because living with people who can be incredibly violent. Yeah. Um, and, and he he gets married and they have a baby and, you know, that that's going to make it tough to live with people with psychosis. Uh, but it was it it wasn't anything crazy. It didn't answer any big questions, but it was um, it was a cool movie. Cool. Yeah. Well, well and you like David Tennant. I like David Tennant, and it had Elizabeth Moss in it, and she was good. Oh, she's the Scientologist, yeah, from Mad Men. 
No, she's also in that other one, right? She's in the... Oh, yeah. Handmaid's Tale. Texas. Texas. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Texas. Uh, she's in a yeah. show called Texas. She's in a show called Texas? <laughs> yeah, The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, okay. That's what I thought you meant, and then I thought I missed it. Yeah. Um, Brian and Meryl and I went to the, um, the, the march to protest the abortion ban yesterday. Nice. I think we fixed it. No, I don't think we did. Wonderful. Um, how how far did you march? We went from uh, from like City Hall down at Foley Square up to um, Washington Square Park. Oh, that's a good walk. Yeah, yeah. It was a beautiful day. I said, uh, <laughs> "I wish I wish all protests happened in the fall." <laughs> <laughs> If somehow you can um pick apples on the <laughs> Yes, yes. Somehow you can combine <laughs> protesting and picking up apples. Maybe get a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm not a I'm not a PSL gal for the most part, but not opposed to it. Uh, you know, not my thing. I like I uh, I like pumpkin pie. Yeah. Pumpkin pie is good. Oh, it's gonna be Thanksgiving soon. Yeah. Oh my god, time is just going so fast. <laughs> is it though? it doesn't feel like it i mean it does and it doesn't yeah um let me see i watched this show called why the last man okay and here's 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 how dumb i am so the show and the commercials they just show like a guy walking around in like a hazmat suit with like that's like the, the the trailer, if you will. Okay. The teaser trailer, and like, um, it's a, like around a apocalyptic, you know, setting where everyone appears to be dead. Okay. And the title is "Why the Last Man." So then I started. I watched the first episode, and like you finally get to the the point where the shit happens, right? Where you know what's gonna happen. It's mm-hmm. Like okay. So then, um. He, um, everything, like, all, it starts off with first the animals are starting to, like, get a little batty. And then the next day, everyone starts, like, getting batty. But we have a scene where you're in, like, a White House war room. They're going to have a conversation about something. Okay. And then, um, you start realizing, like, people start convulsing and blood is coming out of their mouth. But what I start to realize that I'm like, hey, it's, it's only the men. So then it's basically, it's, it's, it's weird. I don't know. I, I've only seen the first episode. But basically, every man um, drops dead. Ooh. <laughs> Except for one guy, which is Y, Y chromosome, the last man. Okay. So it, it, I felt like an idiot because I'm like, oh, that's the Y, the Y. Because it's spelled Y, not Y. Sure. Yeah. So we need to know why. <laughs> This happens. <laughs> Wait, and I'm sorry. The part I is it. It was a movie or it was a series. Oh, it's a TV show on Hulu based on a, uh, I think, a graphic novel, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, man. I guess like if that happened, you just have to go hit up all the sperm banks and hope for the best. I don't know where they are. <laughs> 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 I also, know you. I, also, I know you don't, but that sounded really guilty, like you did. 
Or maybe you do. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> One of the things that they were chanting yesterday was no uterus, no opinion. And I was, I said to Brian, I'm like, I mean, I still have an opinion. <laughs> I, thought you were gonna, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Miles would just go the fuck home. <laughs> no, I said, I said, why don't they say no clitoris, no opinion? <laughs> uh... I mean, I, I guess there was something about that that didn't feel right to me. Not because I don't have a uterus. I think it would have felt that way to me even before I didn't have a uterus. Um, cause it's not that I don't want, it's not that I don't want people without uteruses to not have opinions. It's that I want people to, um, you know, just like apply the law logically. <laughs> like, I just want people to, you know, back off. Yeah. I mean, people need to calm the fuck down. Yeah. They need to get rid of these, these older people in politics who are, living in a, in a bygone era if you will right They're just trying to preserve their own wealth that's what it really wealth and control that's what yeah. it's about yeah but it was cool i don't know it was uh it's always it's always cool to see like the interaction with people on the street um yeah. as the as a as a march goes by and like there was there was this uh really old woman up in a window and there was a young woman in front of me who saw her and, you know, waved at her and they had this whole kind of interaction. And, um, I don't know. And we went by a construction site and, uh, a guy in one of the trucks kept blowing his horn for us. And that was cool. That's, that was, that was his massive cat call. <laughs> nice ass women's march. <laughs> gong gong. Show me your uterus. Gong, gong. You get know. Out, get out them titties. Yeah, that's what he he wanted to see the titties, I guess. Yeah, he couldn't um it would be too Let hard for him you, to do. There it. were some. <laughs> the young ladies, the young ladies would be getting them out. The titties. Oh, it was it was all um sorry, so then he didn't really need to hump. Maybe yeah. that's why he was hung. Not because it wasn't like people actually were topless, which would be legal if they were, but because, you know, like the whole sort of weird handkerchief halter shirt thing. Yeah, I yeah. mean and, and people like causing like a stir, people, being provocativo. Yeah. People think that that's like a, a thing. Like Yeah. You know, and they get off on it. Yeah. No, and I'm totally fine with it. Just for me, I'm like, oh, aren't you going to get sunburned? Because <laughs> I'm old. But I also, and I don't yeah. have much um, melanin. You might, you, hey lady, you might want to put some hey sunblock lady. on. Hey lady. Hey lady. You sure got nice titties, but uh, you might want to cover them with SPF something. <laughs> SPF titty. SPF <laughs> titty. <laughs> Oh, no, actually, no. one time uh, a couple of years ago when we were uh, in a march and we went over the Brooklyn Bridge and got stuck, uh, some of the medics came, well, a medic came up to me and we're like, you're burning really badly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. He like cracked an egg on your forehead. <laughs> it fried. He's like, this is how bad. Yeah. This is how bad. Yeah. Wow. Is, this is your titty on the Brooklyn Bridge. Well, that that's cool. Yeah, that's a, I probably a, so I probably wouldn't march over a bridge again because not I I love bridges. I don't mind being up high on them, but I getting stuck on one is ugly. And after the way the 
during the George Floyd protest, the cops were like purposefully kettling people on the bridges. Yeah. And I don't want to be in that situation. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't get. I don't get claustrophobic or anything, but I just don't want to be um, run over. The other thing about being stuck in places that I don't like, it's not about claustrophobia. It's just like I need to be able to get out of any situation that I want to get out of. Right. You know. Yeah. Much like your your date with this cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Well, we said we were going to keep it short. Yeah. 10 o'clock on the dot. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we will see you all next week. Have a good week. <laughs> Goodbye. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers.